sure all seats are in the upright position and trays are put away before we take off. KR Media proudly presents Kingdom Rock Radio with your Bible teachers, Pastor Mark A. Stroud. I'm looking to what the Lord Jesus has in his hand for me. And Pastor Sumiko Stroud. How with God on their side, they were stronger than anybody. Get the latest downloads from our website. You can download today's message as an MP4, MP3, or simply download the Kingdom Rock app to your mobile devices from the iTunes Store or Android Market. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center in Bremen, Georgia. And remember, Jesus is Lord. Today's message is entitled, The After Party, by Pastor Mark A. Stroud. First Peter, the second chapter. Um, really just going to read two verses here right now. It says, Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speaking, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word. Why? Why would I desire the sincere milk of the word? What does it say? That you may what? That you may grow thereby. Desire the word that you may grow. The word makes us grow. The word of God makes us develop. Say, say that with me. The word of God makes me grow. The word of God makes me develop. You want to find a strong Christian? They're strong because they're in that word. They're people of prayer. They're in the word. They're learning that word. And uh, it's just not a Sunday type religion. If you understand what I'm talking about. Let me show you something else. Let's go to uh, Malachi. I just want to. Sh now you can make note of these. You can write them down or you can uh, turn them with me if you want. It is up to you. But when at all possible, um, make sure you hear the word again, because we are really media oriented. You can go to our website and uh, and hear the message again. You can if you have a smartphone or some type of mobile device, you can download it or just press play and hear the word of God again. Why? Because the Bible declares in Romans ten seventeen. you can make a note of it if you like. In Romans ten seventeen, it says. Uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, I know that we all have a great um, emphasis on the word of God. We know how important it is, but sometimes we can get a bit lazy and not really uh, give it the time, give the, take the time that we need to take in the word to grow. OK, take we've been talking about priority a lot on Wednesday nights. Make the word of God a priority. One of the things I like to do, if I'm um, driving down the road, I like to put in a CD. I like, like to hear that word. I like to hear that word. I especially love it uh, if I have to clean up. Oh, I love it. Hearing that cut that word on and I'm cleaning up, man, I'm getting that word. If I, if I have to cut the grass, I have my headphones on, my nice Sennheiser headphones, bless the Lord. And uh, I have it plugged into my um my mobile device, my cell phone, and I'll pump that word in. Now, as I'm riding, I'm going, whoo, hallelujah, you know. You know, I'm getting that word in me. And what's happening is I'm getting the word. Faith is being built. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'm getting the word in me, getting the word in me. It's a good practice, too. You know, if you have um, uh, the word, uh, just the, the reading of the Bible on CD or you can get it online, just to hear the word, let the word play. 
Get the word in you. Get the word in you. Make the word a priority. But I want to show you this. Here in Malachi, the third chapter, Malachi 3, uh, you can read along with me or just make note of it. Malachi 3, this is the big chapter that talks about uh, tithing. And really, this is the uh, Malachi's in the Old Testament. And we'll get more into that. I, this message is, we're not here to talk about tithing today. Uh, but uh, if anything, you would, we'll see later on that tithing really is a minimal thing. I won't get into it right now. It's just something I won't get into it right now. Uh, Malachi, the third chapter, he talks about the people tithing, saying, you robbed me, you robbed God, even this whole nation. And so all the people heard it. They, it's like, if you look at this, it was like a church service. And tonight we really want to talk very briefly from the subject of the after party. Amen. What goes on after the party? After party. What goes on after, okay? So they had this party of the word, so to speak. They, they, they were in service, and the man of God was, he brought forth the word, he taught, and, you know, all these things um, came about. So after the party, after the service, after church is over, after the doors are closed, lights are off, and everybody goes home, what happens? Verse 16, it says, Then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another. What did they talk about? They talked about the word. The word that was spoken after the service. They went home and they actually talked about what was said. Wow, that's incredible, Nina. I'm telling you, this blows my mind. They went home and they actually talked about what was said. They said, uh, then they that feared the Lord, or honored, reverence, respected the Lord, spake often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him uh, for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name. Let me read that to you out of the Message Bible. It even brings it closer home to you. helps you to hear and understand. Uh, chapter 3, Malachi 3, 16, now the Message Bible it says, Then those whose lives honored God got together and talked it over. They got together and they talked it over. Talked what over? The thing that they just heard. They got together and they talked it over. God saw what they were doing and listened in. A book was opened in God's presence and minutes were taken of the meeting with the names of the God-fearers written down, all the names of those who honored God's name. So the Lord said, hey, I like that so much. I had, the Lord said he, he had a book brought into his presence and he started writing the names down. Who are they talking about what they just learned, what they just heard? That was so important. He said, bring a book, write the name down. He listened in on what they were saying. After the church service, they went home and they talked about what was ministered. But after church, a lot of church people, the last thing they talk about is what was said over the pulpit that day. It's just it's just not done, but it should be. It should be. Let me show you something else. Um, We could go to the book of. Acts, Acts, the second chapter. You can make a note of it or turn to it if you want to. Acts, the second chapter, verse 41. Um, we'll read 41, 42, 43, 
And skip down to verse 46. Verse 41 says, Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. They responded to what was said. They didn't just hear it, but they responded to it. Okay? Those that gladly received the word uh, were baptized, and the same day they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. It happened on Sunday they got the word, but throughout the week they continued to talk about it. They went from each other's houses and they continued to talk about what was said. The Bible says the apostles' doctrine. Where did the apostles get their doctrine? Remember, doctrine means teaching. Where did they get the teaching from? They got it from the Lord Jesus. So, the apostles were preaching what Jesus said, and the people heard what Jesus said. And it didn't just stop. The conversation didn't just stop at the end of church. It didn't just stop at the benediction. They went out, and they continued to talk about it. And as a result of that, let's look at, let's look at some results. Uh, verse 43, and fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And it goes on. Miracles. So the men of God were, they had heard from the Lord and they were giving the Lord's word to the people and the people were receiving it and going out and talking about it and God getting excited. Whoo! And miracles started happening. Signs and wonders started happening. The conversation must continue. The party must continue. You cannot leave it in the building. It must go out with you. Are you with me? Look at verse 46. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple. They came to church every day. Bless the Lord. Uh, that's, that's a lot of grace there. But they met at this time in the church every day. Uh, doing what? And breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. They continued in a fellowship with each other. They came to church. They met each other and met in each other's homes, the conversation continued. It didn't just stop there when the preacher said, Amen, let's go home. Okay? Here again, we got the desire to sincere milk of God, the word of God, so that we can do what? Grow. So that we can grow. Tell your neighbor, I got to grow. I've got to grow. Now, let's look at something else. Let's look. Now you can turn turn with me here. Acts, the 17th chapter, Acts 17, Acts 17, here Paul was preaching. I want you to see again what happens here after he preaches. This is wonderful. Now remember, y'all, this is the cold. If you're hot natured, you want to sit on this side. Air is blowing. If you're pretty cold natured, you want to sit on that side. Let the, let the cold air hit all the cold people. I mean, all the hot people, they're warming up and send it over to you. Anyway, so feel free to move if it's too much for you, or I'm sure someone will turn it off if it gets too cold. All right, let's see here. Here again, Acts 17, Acts 17. I want you to see what happens after service. Are you interested in what's happening? 
so Paul was preaching, and um, you'll see if you read the whole chapter, see Paul was kicked out of this city, kicked out of that city, and he came to this particular city here. In verse number 10, it says, And the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night unto Berea, who coming thither went into the synagogue of the Jews. All right, Paul and Silas, they're in another church. They're in a synagogue. That's a church, Jewish church, right? They're in there. They're preaching. Let's see what happens. Uh, these were more noble um, than those in Thessalonica. All right. In that they received the word with all readiness of heart and searched the scriptures daily, whether those things were so. Wow. They heard the word of God preached. And then they went back home and they studied what was said. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Wow. They heard what was preached and went back home and looked it up themselves. They wanted to prove uh, if what was done in the Bible was really there. So they went back and they it says in verse number uh, 12. Therefore, many of them believed. They saw that what the preacher was preaching was true. Now, of course, there is some uh, there's a certain amount of trust that you can have, especially for your pastor, for church leadership, a certain amount of trust that you have. Uh, but then as well, we've got to go back and search things out, search things out. I love the way Sister Connie says sometime. If you give me, she tells me, if you give me a scripture, I'm going to go home and look it up. That's wonderful. She's being like one of those Bereans going home and looking up what was said. Isn't that something? The conversation must continue. The conversation must continue. When we leave out tonight, I challenge you. Talk about it. What was said? What was the worth? What was the value in it? And even when you even when you come to church, you ought to have some things in mind when you come to church. We ought to, uh, first of all, if you can't trust the person standing up in front of you, then don't sit in front of them. Okay, point one, if you don't trust the character, if you don't trust, don't sit there and be under foolishness. Okay, so if they pass that test, you can sit. But while you are there, you are listening with an ear of discernment. Does this sound right? Does this sound right? Is this God? Would God say that? You're telling me to drink some Kool-Aid, but I'm not sure. You know, does this sound right? Does this sound? I mean, you say you may not know all the Bible, every word in it. And I don't either. But I know what sounds like him because I know him. You understand it? I'm striving to know more and more every day. Okay, so you're listening. First of all, you're 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 going to consider the character of the person. If you can't trust, don't sit there. Find someone that you can find somewhere where you can, where God is speaking. Okay. secondly, uh, you need to here again. We need to listen for content. You need to listen for content. What are they saying? You're listening with discernment. Does it sound like the Lord? I know Jesus and that don't sound like anything that he would say. Okay, listen for you listening with discernment. Okay, I'm not just talking about here in this room. Y'all understand what I'm saying to you? Because you're, I don't see none of y'all bed in this room right here. You don't live here. 
Okay, but we come here to get instructed to understand and to receive the word of God. Amen. Amen. All right. Listening for content. Uh, We're also uh, listening for application. The word that comes across how you need to say to yourself, how can I apply this to my life? If it has no application, it has no relevance. If you can't apply it to your life today or tomorrow, if you even can't see how it work for somebody else, then what did you hear? You understand? Listen for application. How can I apply this word? I know I'm not jumping up and shouting, but I'm going this way anyway. Okay. How can I apply what I've heard? Because God wants me to do it. How can I do this? Okay. Um, So those just some pointers there for that. Okay. But all right. Uh, Bereans, they went home and they actually went over in the scripture, found it. Can you believe that? They opened their Bible again. And they read it again to see if what the preacher said was actually in the book. Wow. Isn't that something? And they believed and they grew and they grew. All right. Desiring that word. That's something we've got to do. Amen. Amen. All right. Now let's go to Matthew. You can turn there if you want to. Um, Matthew 20, Matthew 7, rather Matthew 7 chapter. Matthew 7. I thank God for the grace of the Lord, and I thank God for you, for your hunger and thirst to hear the word of God. Because if you weren't at least hungry and thirsty a little bit, you wouldn't have come here tonight. Amen. Amen. If even uh, just a little bit. Okay, I thank God for your attendance and coming and hearing the word of God, for your financial support and for your labor in the gospel. I appreciate the stuff inside of y'all. And it's, it's our endeavor to make Jesus look good. Okay? All right, let's look at this. Uh, Matthew 7. Matthew 7. And uh, here the Lord is talking about, um, talking about the word and how we need to respond to it. Let's look at verse 24. Matthew 7, verse 24. It says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine. Do you have it? Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, or you actually do it. Can you believe people do that? Actually hear what Jesus said, and then they go out and do it. Isn't that wonderful? I thank God that you are those people, that we are those people. Therefore, whosoever hears uh, these sayings of mine and doeth them, or does it, I will liken uh, him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. The house talking about your life. Here's somebody say you need to get a life. Jesus said you need to build a life. You need to build a life, build your life. And the Lord said, if you hear what I have to say, Jesus said, if you hear what I have to say, and if you do what I say, your life will stand. He does not say the hard times won't come. No, he said, because the flood's going to come. Have ever feel like you've been drowning before in problems or drowning before in stuff? Flood. That's, that's not a little trickle out of a sink. That's a flood. Feel like you're going to be drowning. Feel like you're going to be swept away. That's what floods do, right? Yes, yes. He said the floods will come. Yes, yes. And he said um, the winds will blow. Hurricane girl, these 
gale force winds. They're going to blow. Yes, and some girls, I'm telling you, but that's not what I was intending to say. But winds may blow, right? Strong winds that are like it will blow you over. Hearing the word is not going to stop this from coming. It's not going to stop the hard stuff from hitting you. And it says, and it said, the winds blow and beat upon that house. Boom, boom, boom. Lord, I feel like I've just been beat, beat and beat and beat and beat up. So the word is not going to stop that. But the Lord does promise when all these things happen, your house, your life won't fall. And I love this. It won't fall apart. You'll be able to weather those storms and continue to stand. It said, why? Because it was founded upon the rock, the word of God. But how can your life be founded upon the word of God if we just hear it here, sit here, and as soon as we walk out the door, we don't talk about it. And what was said last Sunday? You know, I don't know, but I think it was, I was there, I know, but wasn't I there? Wasn't I there? Or if we miss a service, we don't even ask what was said. When the diet came from the Holy Spirit to give to you, to equip you. You hear, you hear what I'm saying? Now, we all, we all hold a high priority to the word of God, but sometimes we can get a bit lazy. And not give it the time uh, that we need to put into it. If we don't put time into it, how is our house looking? It's the word that builds your house. Let's look on a little bit further. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not, you don't do them. You heard it, but you didn't do it. You heard it, but didn't do it. And here it says, and doeth not uh, shall be like unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. Look at there. Hey, he still built his house. He still was able to build his house. He still was able to build his life. Think about that. Two houses, two lives built. Same car, driveway, maybe same type of house built. Both of them. Look, they both heard the word. So they both are listening to Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? Both listened to Jesus and was able to build a life. But one did what Jesus said and one did not. Let's look what happens here. He said, the one that did not is like he's built his house upon sand. He said, and the rains descended. Same thing, right? Rains descended and the flood came. They live on the same street. Something's wrong if it's raining and it only rains on my house, but don't rain on your house. If the wind is blowing, it's going to hit my house and your house, too. Flood, surely it's going to affect both of us, right? Two houses on the same street. It says, and the rains descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house, too. Beat upon that house. And it what? It fell. And great was the fall of it. Disaster. So think about those pictures that we see after a hurricane or, or a tornado. Think about that. How those houses ripped off the foundation. Your house still over there. Still got your gutters and windows and all that stuff. 
You're good to go, but your neighbor's house completely destroyed. Which one do you want to have? The Lord said, if you can hear me. But here again, it's not just being in the room. Religiously or traditionally, we just say, just come to church. Come, come, come. Come and hear. Come and hear. We need to say, come and hear and do. Come and hear and do. Come and hear and do. We need to do. Are you hearing? Let's look at one more. Then we got to close out tonight. Let's go to the book of James now. Book of James. In the NIV, James, the first chapter, in the NIV, it says this in um, Matthew 7, 24. It says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on a rock. But why wouldn't we put his word into practice? If we believe that the person standing before us, whether here or wherever, is a person of integrity, a person of God, and we believe that they're hearing from God and we believe that they're preaching out of God's word. Why wouldn't we do it? Maybe because what they're saying doesn't fit into your lifestyle. Maybe you don't want to change. Are you hearing? But see, God's word comes to change us for the better. It comes to change us for the better. So these two men decided, one said, okay, Lord, change me. Change me. When I think about those two words, change me, I think about a baby. One baby can submit to the change, just lay there, all right, mama, go ahead, change me. And the filth is taken away. The other baby can sit there and just, ah! And just fight and just fight and just fight. And as long as you struggle, you're still smelling nasty. After a while, mama say, okay, well, you stay there with it just for a little while because I can't stand to smell myself. Right? We got to submit to the change. Submit to the change. James 1. I think we're, I think we'll be okay to stop here for tonight. There is more. But uh, I honor honor your time. James 1 verse 22. Now I'm going to read this out of the uh, NIV once again. I don't like all of their translation but I do like this one. And it is my goal to make sure that you hear the word and get an understanding. So if I believe that this will be a better way to get you to understanding, I'm going to give it to you. Okay? James 1 verse 22 I'll read through to verse 25. We may stop in the way. It says, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. One more time, verse 22. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Or at least I would day in church tonight. And so deceive yourself. Do what it says. But pastor, it could cost me my life. Well, at least you end up in heaven. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank at least we would be then called obedient. Thank you, Lord. Instead of disobedient. Yes, obeying the word of God will cost you. It will cost you. What would you rather? Would you would you rather 
pay now so that you can play later in glory? Or would you rather play now and pay later in hell? It is up to you. I choose to pay now so that I can retire later. If I sacrifice now, it's going to be a little painful sometimes. If I sacrifice now, I'll be able to retire later. Praise the Lord. But if I spend up everything now on what I want, when I want, how I want, when I get to my golden oldies, when I have to walk, oh, come on, brother, come on. Can you loan me a dollar for a happy meal? You understand? Something's wrong with that. That's true in the natural, and that's true in the spirit as well. We get to choose. Let's finish this out. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Can you imagine that? You're getting ready to go out somewhere, getting ready to go to work, ready to go somewhere. Let's say you just had some collard greens some, or some spinach. <laughs> Okay, and you go in the bathroom, you say, I didn't think my teeth. Somebody say, oh, no, you're good, you're good. But you still keep feeling something in your teeth. So you say, I'm going to go, excuse me, I'm going to the bathroom. You look in the mirror and you got green stuff all in your teeth. look nasty. They look real nasty. You look at it and you say, oh, my God, I look awful. Look at all this green. And you turn away. Oh, let me go. Let me leave. You forgot about all that stuff that was up in your grill. (laughs) You saw it, but you didn't take care of it. The word of God is a revealer. I guarantee you when the word of God goes forth, it examines your life. It shows you where the flaw is. Especially in the area where you resist. God said, what? Mm, There's that mess in your teeth right there. But we can hear the word mm, and leave out what we said. I don't know. And still got all that up in your grill. Yes, yes, yes. Are you hear what I'm saying to you? All that green slimy stuff. You saw why you were sitting there in church, but didn't go home and correct it. Are you with me? Let's finish. Uh, okay. Let me read that one more time. Verse 23. Anyone who listens to the word but does not but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it. They will be blessed in what they do. All the Lord wants you to do and to be is blessed in what you do. But if you're going for a job interview or meet somebody with all that, I can't say you're going to be blessed in what you do. Okay, just going with that example. We got to not only hear it, 
but to do it. And when you're hearing it, ask yourself the question, how can I apply this to my life? How can I do this? What examples were used? Was it clear, Lord? If it wasn't clear, then go back home and ask God for clarification. Ask him, help me to apply this to my life. If it's available on recording, hear it again. He said, well, I don't like his voice. It's squeaky. It's squeaky. Well, then write down the scriptures and read it to yourself. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? But we got to grow. We got to grow. Church name, tell them we got to grow. This is the after party I'm talking about. We've just partied all the time right here. Party all the time, party all the time, party all the time. Thank you. Woo! We're going to stop right there. Yeah, I don't know about that. Don't even worry about it. Uh, but we've just enjoyed Jesus right here. Amen. Wasn't the word of God good? Amen. Wasn't it rich? Wasn't it wonderful? Amen. Now, it's time to start the after party. So I challenge you to at least when you go home, talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Let the conversation continue. God bless you tonight. Thank you so much for allowing me the opportunity to minister to you the rich word of the Lord. Let's give the Lord a hand of praise. Amen. We pray that you are richly blessed by today's message. We would love to connect with you. Just go to our website at kingdomrock.org. You can become our friend on Facebook or follow us on Twitter and subscribe to our YouTube channel and a whole lot more. Right there at kingdomrock.org. We would love to hear from you. And if you're in the Bremen area, please stop by and join us every Sunday morning. Sunday school is at 9 a.m. and Sunday morning is at 10. Wednesday night, we have what's called Hour of Power. It starts at 6.30 p.m. All are invited. We're located at 180 Helton Road in Bremen, Georgia. Give us a call at 770-537-1933. We would love to hear from you. And if you have a prayer request, by all means, please log on to our website at kingdomrock.org and click on the prayer page. Until tomorrow, remember that Jesus is Lord. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way.